This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. everybody welcome to another another episode of Doug Loves Movies but this is an extra special episode you guys not only because we got the extra wobbly table but also because well for reasons that will they will reveal themselves as we move through uh, the process we are at the UCB theater in Los Angeles in front of a live audience let's hear it audience uh, you're, you're sounding good tonight. Sometimes people write to me on Twitter and MySpace, and they're like, "Was there an audience even there for that last one?" And I'm like, "Yes." They didn't laugh very much. 
or they're just not mic'd properly. But uh, either way, you guys are here to encourage us to hopefully say things that will amuse the uh, listeners. Uh, I've gotten several messages from people confirming that, yes, in fact, they do listen to I Love Movies on the treadmill when they're working out. <laughs> and to those people, I say, you are fucking weird. <laughs> Just listening to us talk about movies while you're sweating, sweating your ass off. I, I can't imagine it. But God bless you for doing it. And, um, of course, you, you know, you, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater here in Los Angeles, they do lots of great shows, so come check uh, those out. And also, there's an Upright Citizens Brigade in New York City where I'll be doing my show, The Benson Interruption, on August 10th at 8 o'clock. So, uh if you're in the New York City area, get your tickets for that. Uh, my CD, there's, here's a reason why today is special. My CD, Unbalanced Load, uh, on Comedy Central Records came out today. And uh, on the day that we're taping this, you'll hear it a few days hence. And uh, is that even right? Does that, I've never tried to use the word hence. And then... Uh, <clears throat> I would like to just brag about how it is currently, on the first day of its release, number one on the iTunes comedy chart. So I'm, uh, yeah. So I'm very excited about that. I, I can't wait to dip into the 40s and 50s in the next day or so. Uh, <laughs> but it's, I've never been number one for anything. You know, I came in the number six, sixth place on uh, Last Comic Standing, and, uh, and that's hard to brag about because... <laughs> Let's face it, like, uh, you know, the Oscars, if you came in sixth place, it means you weren't nominated. <laughs> or you were if you're a movie, and the Best Picture nominees are going to be ten this next, uh, this next time around, which is just going to be, that's another thing that's going to be stupid. <laughs> ten nominees. You know there's going to be two or three things that slip in there that's just like, really? Come on, year one for Best Picture? <laughs> Okay, so uh, I love everyone involved in year one, and I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> last time I was here, I couldn't remember uh, who I decided gets to say who is a shithead <laughs> at the end of the show. So uh, I did a contest on Twitter and then forgot all the results. But, uh, but the man's name, or woman, it could be, but the picture was a dude, is... Uh, <laughs> is BK Maynard at BK Maynard on Twitter and so uh, he gets to decide who's a shithead I, I, I went back and figured it out and so I will say it at the end of this particular episode and one more thing before I bring out our guests I saw several movies over the weekend it was called Funny People <laughs> what <laughs> again I like those guys a lot but that's that's a solid joke about <laughs> about a movie that, that seems like several movies. I, I didn't dislike any of them, though, I must say, as opposed to, like, when... Uh, let's not get into it. Um, I was going to start ragging on that Quentin Tarantino double feature thing, but that, I like that, too. All right, so let's, uh, let's get this going. Let's bring out the guests for tonight. Uh, these guys are both uh, regulars from when it was uh, on, and I, I miss it dearly. They're both regulars on the Adam Carolla radio show. Please welcome Patton Oswalt and Adam Carolla. <laughs> come on out, fellas. Just come on out. <laughs> Hey. I can lean into it or just pull it out of the thing. 
if you want. Talk into it. Oh. Hi, Patton and Adam. Hi, pod awesome. listeners. Did you hear the, the crazy intro I gave you? I, I tricked everybody by saying you were both regulars on the Adam Carolla show. <laughs> One was extremely regular. And the other was on quite often. Like, Patton, do you miss it as much as I do, getting to go on that show? Yeah, that was a really, that was one of those really good radio shows that, you know, a lot of radio shows, the hosts are always, they're doing that kind of leaning forward, and what's the next joke, what's the next, and, and, and Adam would actually, I can't do it, or I'll, I'll fade out, but you would lean back and relax. Well, you know it was I mean? early, it was so early. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm yeah. so tired. Just wind Patton up and watch him go. Right, yeah. that's what you do when he's on. When I'm well, no, on, you, when I'm on, you do most of the talking. Well, that's when I you put know... my dancing shoes on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually had shoes that said Doug Benson's on dancing shoes. They're capizios I had made up for me specially, and I just start start tapping my ass off. I but, just throw in an occasional what or huh. But I had some Patton Oswalt. I had Patton Oswalt slippers that I would actually put on, and I would just lean back. And I uh, used one of those pillows, those inflatable horseshoe pillows you use when you travel. What are those weird cool collar things you can just turn I by the way break. saw in the uh, sky catalog the older larger brother to the inflatable neck roll pillow which uh-huh. is just this huge hump you strap to yourself that you can fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> this way why not just get pregnant or like Danny DeVito fat where you just have that nice <laughs> you know like he he really it's kind of brilliant it's like he packed it per- precisely so he can nap on planes well he just <laughs> he wears his penguin outfit on planes there you <laughs> <laughs> he sleeps standing up his coffin will be a circle <laughs> They'll be like, which, which, I don't know, face him toward Mecca. I don't know which way to put him in. That's awesome. Yeah, what? <laughs> Quite awesome. I feel like it's morning again. It must back it, on the radio. Yeah, it feels that way, yeah. It's great, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> so, do you go to theaters often, Adam, to see movies? Do you go, do you? No you time for that, or do you always? No, just I have catch plenty of time. I just don't like to support <laughs> well, the arts. It, yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, announce it's... I'm going to to movies all the time. Like people announce they're going to quit smoking. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going. We're seeing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I yell at my wife, and then nine months later, I'm like, "When's that shit coming out on Blu-ray?" Yeah. You know, it, it's it's late Sunday afternoon. We're not going to start today, but tomorrow it's Monday. Right. We're going to see a movie a day, mm-hmm. and come Thursday. We got it'll it'll iTunes. It's like two months away. Right, just download it. And then plus is everything. Everything sort of revolves around not seeing people. Like oh, not Friday night. There'll be other human beings at the theater. Mm-hmm. What I like to do is do that. I like to go to the theater for the communal experience, but I don't want anyone in the fucking theater. So you know how they have that. Sit there alone. You want one yeah. guy at the end of the row that you can give a knowing nod to right. when, so I, like, when they're fast and furious. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> Hey, don't make fun of that movie, dude. Yeah. You, you know I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Like, that's the argument I'll have with my wife. Like, she'll be like, ah, wait till it comes out on cable. And I'll be like, no, part of it is going and laughing, going with other people. And then she'll go, all right, let's see it Friday night. And I'll go, no, too many people. I don't want to yeah. see it. You know how they have, the, they have those mommy and me screenings on like a Monday 
morning. Right. They should have a me and no one screening where they <laughs> what, what the what the thing is it's like a ten thirty a.m. on a Tuesday and they promise we'll only sell twenty tickets. That's the most. So you you're guaranteed you'll be there with no more than nineteen people, and you'll pay a little bit extra, like two bucks extra, just to see it with nineteen other strangers. What about if you show up, find out how many people bought tickets, tell them go ahead and tell those people it's over and double it. <laughs> For like a daytime movie, because that'll cost you maybe sixty bucks. That'd be see. a power movie. I mean, buy them out. Yeah, just go show up and buy people out. <laughs> God, if I, Gordon Gecko man, their asses. If I could do that, out of the movie, and then just I would talk go... on your cell phone the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so important. I don't have to pay attention to this movie. I just bought for my own self. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, don't add anyone on your Twitter account but yourself. Just right. Twitter yourself the whole time. Yeah. You're enjoying this. <laughs> so you're in the same boat? You haven't seen anything in movie theaters lately? No, but it doesn't stop us from judging, does yeah, it? Yeah, no, yeah. no, it doesn't stop me either. No, I've like, got a lot more free time than you guys so, do because so. I don't have kids or a chronic <laughs> masturbating situation <laughs> ever since I lost my penis. So... Uh, I just couldn't find it. All those directed at me? Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm jealous of your babies, you guys. You have awesome babies that give you an excuse to not go to movies. Yeah. I've seen, I went to, a lot of movies that I'll see, I'll either see like an early screening or I, I'm lucky enough I'll get to go to a premiere sometimes every now and then. So I, I either see stuff months before it comes out or or a year after it comes out. But I never am like, oh, yeah, I went and saw that with everyone. I'm always Well, that's why you're like the guy or... that you present things sometimes. Like, you see things before, yeah. they're, like before they're even made. You see yeah. them and say, I'm going to throw my support into this. And then when it comes out, yeah. you do that. That's pretty awesome. I try to. You did that for The Snake, right? Is that yep. the name of that movie? No. Did anyone see The Snake? When that I one lady her? saw it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, it worked. You throwing your full weight behind I, 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 the project. <laughs> Well, hang well, on, right. it did work in the case of uh, Foot Fist Way. Patton was a big supporter. Oh, that's and true. those guys are doing all right now. They're doing quite all right. And the snake, you know. And I did see that one, by the way. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's a good one, right? I was one of those for 80 grand, it was a good one. <laughs> well, then you're going to love it. You'd yeah. be like, fuck this. You're going to love the snake because well, I mean, uh, they made that for $700. You, you saw it, right? There's no way they spent more than $700 on that movie. Well, there's it's no so way funny. I'm going to watch it. No, you will. I'm, I'm all about watching money. I got to take it. Yeah. <laughs> why, why does Danny McBride get to be in every fucking movie now? What, He's funny. What? I know, but you're funny. Who, who you're else not you in every movie. Somebody comes along. They're the new funny person. They're in yeah. everything. You know. But if you put Danny McBride in a lineup Eater. of people. <laughs> yeah, but keep in mind, there was a guy should be in every movie. Yeah, but now? there were two years when Don DeLuise was in every movie ever made, and then he vanished. Those are what we call the salad days. Oh, okay. And we miss those days. The golden days of cinema? Well, yes. There was a hot pursuit in every one of Dom DeLuise's movies. So yeah. Ace Carole is a big fan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Look, I, I got to shoot mornings on the end and go finish hot stuff at night. It's, I'm just doing eight <laughs> movies right now. It's crazy. So you haven't seen anything? Neither of you have seen any of the recent hits? No, but let, I listen. Saw, I saw Funny People. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. You went to like the premiere of that? Yes, I got to go to the premiere. There it was, you go. It was good. And I saw Good for you. I saw The Hurt Locker and um uh, I have I someone gave me a screener of In the Loop but I haven't watched it yet. I'm dying. By the way, we don't do the radio show but anymore, but we used to ha come up with a good name for uh, TSV, we'd call it uh, Teresa's, Teresa's vagina. vagina, The yeah. Hurt Locker. <laughs> yeah, that's Solid. a really good one. That would have been good, man. Too bad we're not still in the air. 500 days of summer isn't bad either. <laughs> 
that isn't. I don't wow. Yeah, but it doesn't. Well, if you take the L out of Public Enemies, it's not bad. Public Enemy, right? Listen, I no, you could leave it in. All right, I don't need to have, I don't I mean, have seen any of these movies because I pass judgment. I mean, you some of the worst like things a... I say are about people I know the least. You, you know what I mean? Like I don't need to know anyone. I don't need to be familiar with a country. I don't need to be able to find can, it on so a map to like just, hate it or love it. Can you just hear like the the? The two main stars and the basic plot of a movie. I can get angry at it or love it. Without even seeing the trailer. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I could get... And and then I tried it anyway. I got fired up mad about the ugly truth with uh, Gerard (laughs) Gerard (laughs) Butler, our newest uh, male romantic comedy star. After yelling who, Sparta. Yeah, I know. Who the hell watched 300 and went, I, guy, he, he yes. needs to be cuddling with someone. <laughs> that guy. I'm going to make... Maybe that was a weird bet. Like, like It was almost like a rhinestone thing where someone said, the next guy we see on the screen, I'll turn him into a romantic comedy leader. Oh, I want a titty Whatever. fuck Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah. I bet you I could get... Hey, you know, there, I do. I have a story about that movie, actually. The movie Rhinestone? <laughs> no. The... <laughs> The uh, Hurt Locker. No, what was that? What's the romantic comedy oh, with the well, George, Gerard truth, Butler? Man. Yeah, the Ugly Truth. He he observed me on my radio show to prepare for that role. Oh my god! He did like a ride along with me. Are you making that up? I'm not making it up. He, I totally believe it. <laughs> yeah. he, he, I haven't seen the movie, but he heard me uh, talking about being drunk at Kimmel's for Super Bowl, and he he really liked what he heard, I guess. And he said that his character was a cross between me and Howard Stern and that he wanted to come watch the radio show being done. But, like, I didn't interview him or anything. He just sat there and watched. Did he, did he take did notes? You, did you announce on the air that, look, we're not going to interview him, but I'm just letting you know, Gerald Butler is sitting here watching me right now. You can't hear him, but I, I guarantee you he's here. He was banging an intern, so I didn't want to say, I didn't want to, like, throw his rhythm off. Is he just always banging an intern no matter where he no, shows up? No, sometimes he bangs, too. Oh, okay. Um, in no, in he told me... truth, he's literally sweating through the whole movie because his real accent is trying to get out. Like, it's just a struggle for him to sound American. I'm sorry, you... You, you saw this movie? I saw... Well, I should say, I didn't see the movie. I saw the first 20 minutes of it. I uh, I dared some people that I would go and sit through the whole thing, and then I lost the, the dare because... What are you... You made a paper mache dummy of yourself and left it in the seat so you could escape? Really? Was it that bad that you left? It was really awful, but, I, you know, I'd watch it... I'd watch it on a plane or something, you know? But... <laughs> Well, that's if, why if, they invented that, those that, Danny that DeVito a, yeah. pillows. They don't yeah. have to watch it. Doug, that movie. is a terrible review. It's true. I, that, be, that would be your blurb. If you locked me in a metal tube in the sky, I would enjoy the ugly truth. Yes, yes. <laughs> if there's always potential death lingering on the horizon while I'm watching this movie, yeah. I don't want to watch in the comfort of my own home. I'd or, be satisfied or for this to be my last memory. <laughs> 20 minutes. So you got up and left. Yeah, I did, Once and I lo- rarely do that, but wow. I was I was in one of those moods where I wanted to make a point. <laughs> because now you can Twitter that you left. No. It used to oh, be the six right. or eight jackasses that are enjoying it just looking nice. at you like, what's his problem? Yeah. But now you immediately get to go, I walked out after 20 So you minutes. were like the reverse Rosa Parks of The Ugly Truth, where you plus, stood up and... I'm the reverse hey, Rosa the, Parks in everything that I do. Yeah, before, sorry. Before, before Too soon? man, I'm white and I don't stand up for anything. <laughs> what? And, and also... <laughs> Getting up and leaving before Twitter is just like, Doug Benson has irritable bowel. 
to spread it around. Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't mean you necessarily thought it. Sucked. Oh, I told everyone. Oh, you did. Yeah, I exactly did. Why I, was I did that with Ocean's Thirteen. I got up and left Ocean's 13. Yeah, because that was supposedly the rebate for Ocean's 12. That was supposedly the make good. If I and see, it was worse than Ocean's 12. I don't know what week Clooney's going to be on this show, but I have some choice words for that man. I'm, I'm assuming I bumped him or Pat and bumped yeah, him tonight. Yeah. But whenever he gets, when he gets re, when we repencil him in, he did this tour where he's he did he's this, sitting next to our birds going. <laughs> He did this Mia Culpa thing where he was like, you know what? Ocean's 12 was a let, let down, but we're back in full force. And sorry for Ocean's 12, but, but we're going to make it all up. All of a sudden. And now, yeah, and they suck. Ocean's, Ocean's 13 sucks. It was sucked. even worse because it was just a knockoff of the first one with nothing added except for Al Pacino's I, histrionics. I, I, yes. I, uh, I didn't see either of the sequels. Wow. Oh, you're <laughs> Don't you have this theory? I have this theory that people that use too much Grecian Attica! I think Al Pacino's poisoned his brain with too much just for men. Like, you know the guys who dye their hair too much? Like, your hair, listen, I'm no neurosurgeon, but it goes right in your skull, right? I mean, could you not be poisoning your You're brain with this me, stuff? You say right? Well, I mean, the right? roots of your hair go, yeah. how far away are they it from your brain? It turns you into a mythical beast called Grayskull. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> just, I'm going to guess there's you, you a, never die. maybe there's a bony skull between your hair follicles and brain, but all right. Uh, listen, right. I, I'm, again, I, I'm just, this is all from Mastery Runs. I'm no X-ray tech. I'm just, just saying. Just, just from watching Mastery Runs, is, I could be this wrong. This is anecdotal. Oh, let me say this there about Mash. in oh, my skull. Let me say this about Mash. Hold on. <laughs> Do it again. Sorry. There might be cracks in my skull. That's right. Maybe some of the Grecian formula <laughs> penetrated, wise ass. Some of the formula. All right. I'm between the cracks in my skull. All right. Speaking of Mash. And it ain't into my brain. <laughs> I was watching MASH a couple of weeks ago. They had a MASH marathon. And I was watching it, and I was watching Alda with that long, gray, like dry, dusty tuft of hair. And then, what's his name with the Jufro? And another guy with the crazy mustache and stuff. Yeah. And I was watching this, and I thought, wait a minute. This is not Vietnam. This is Korea. This is 1950. This, this, this show took place in 19... Korea was 1950 to 1953, yeah, and Alda, but... Alda had this dry, super long... He looked like Kenny Stabler. Yeah, but did. I know it's not like... something that you guys would get, but I mean, Kenny where did that Stabler. fucking... Do you know what enlisted men look like in 1950? They were covered with pomade. They weren't... They'd have super long, and then Honeycutt had the big mustache and the big bushy... I mean, look at their crazy My 1970s always says, hair. If it was watching... the reinvention of a war yeah. that just didn't... wasn't interesting. But what yeah, guys yeah. hair... Yeah. But guys in the 50, their they hair never looked like that. They looked the at the Korean War, and they, they, they boldly stepped up and said, this war needs winged hair. <laughs> this and that crazy, is what they did. Look at all this hair. There's no pomade. You know, my, my brother Hot pointed out, if you're... Like um, Charlie's Angels, but gray oh, hair. It's like horrifying. Yeah. I do love it. Like, they always talk about jumping the shark, but like, like I like it on Happy Days when Ralph Mouth went, fuck it, I'm getting a hair dryer. <laughs> and I'm going with a full-blown feathered back, just, just full quality. Well, they, like, they were right. like wearing bell bottoms on that. Yeah, they're like so it, totally after 70s. season three, they're just like. Fine. Yeah, but people, it, people but, didn't say the expression "sit on it" didn't catch on until that show was a hit later, many years later. I did. <laughs> wow, God, you got so 
possessed saying that. Really did. Oh, there's my happy day. I was day so excited with my stupid. Because, uh, yeah, they, my, they, they made shit up. Also. There was this, an episode where a space alien came down, yeah. and then he got his own show. Yeah. So that happened. <laughs> From Orc. I, I remember my, my brother saying, if you're ever watching MASH and you want to figure out, is this the good part, the good part of the run or the bad part, if, if BJ is there with the pink shirt and the mustache, it, has, it sucks. Anything post-BJ getting the big stash and the pink shirt, that pink yeah, shirt that he wore, old MASH. then it's horrible. But old early MASH yeah, with early Frank Mash. Burns, yeah. great. Yeah, I like some of the BJ episodes. There was a lot no, of crossover no, no. with Frank the Burns. Early, the early um, BJ ones, again, before well, the mustache. You're talking about mustache and pink shirt. Exactly. There were the, as soon the as first, he puts on the pink shirt. When he grew the mustache and the, put the, <laughs> the pink shirt on. The episode called The One with the Pink Shirt. Yeah. When he looked like 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 the bartender at the Regal Beagle all of a sudden. Yes, yes that's Korea. what I'm saying. That's, Not yeah. 50s hair. Look at pictures well, of guys from the 50s. stops going outside. Like, it ended up being inside <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it was horrible in the end. And, of course, when Radar left. Then it was just yeah. really ridiculous. Well, yeah. we all remember where we were when Potter got preachy, <laughs> and that's what ruined it for me. You know, if you go hiking in Malibu Canyon, the mash set is still up there. You can visit the mash set; it's there. I mean, it's barely there. What do you mean, like the uh, jeeps, the, the helicopter landing pad, the frames for the tents? I think that's a current thing. No, no, no. Like I they're was really defending was... Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> Those are still operational. Yeah. You never know when Stay Mexico's going to <laughs> Bring in Nick Nolte on a helicopter. Nolte again? When is this war going to... Oh, maybe... The, what if they, like, never told Jamie Farr the show was canceled? He's just going crazy up in the woods still. Yeah, I'm waiting for the blue pages. Yeah. That would explain why he's never had a comeback exactly. show. He's he still thinks he's on a he's, show. He's done eight more seasons. No one... he, he still needs a Section 8. <laughs> so... What about movies that you guys are in? Do you have projects in development that we could uh, hear about? Or I know Patton's got a. Adam's shaking his head no. I was going to do Ocean's wants a 14 to the and hammer. then. Hammer. Yeah. Hammer 14. Yeah, I got nothing. But you're, you're trying, though, right? No. Really? Not really. I, my phone never rings. Podcast is keeping you busy? I, I never pick it up, even if it does ring. I really should be doing something, but I'm, I'm really not. I mean, this obviously, if I was doing something, I wouldn't be here. I mean, I mean that's, that is let's a good call point. spade a spade. Yeah. Like, I didn't just break away from the set. And I didn't tell Scorsese I need to take a 20 and come over and do Doug's show, you know. Talk about MASH. I mean, I didn't, obviously, nothing's brewing. You know, here I am, right? What about you, Patton? <laughs> <laughs> I broke away from the set. I told Soderbergh to f- suck it. Do you, I had do to you do play the, the rat in Scorsese's Departed 2? I was there, yeah. I come out there and... Uh, <laughs> These guys are corrupt! <laughs> um, the, <laughs> I don't know why I got a Brooklyn accent all of a sudden. Um... I'm in a, I'm in a little... Rat Tattoo, he moves to Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> You're good to go. <laughs> Rat Tattoo, get it? It's a fucking machine gun, you yutz. <laughs> ah! It's a goddamn joke there. You meatball sucking fag. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why he's so mean. Yeah, play a stone song behind me while I kick this guy to death. <laughs> 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 Now go get your fucking cheese yeah, box. Yeah. Go get your cheese grater. <laughs> All rats. So you got a movie coming out, right? Um, 
I, I Wait, have a little. A, you got a crazed fan movie coming out. A crazy, yeah, a, a, a crazy uh, guy that goes and. It's a remake a of the fan with Wesley Snipes. Yes. And... I play the uh, I play the Wesley Snipes and Robert De Niro role. Um, it's called Big Fan, and it's by the guy that wrote The Wrestler, and it's his follow up. And it's really, yeah, no wow, worries. yeah, and uh, <laughs> no, it's it's literally it's opening the way that I, as a comedian, would tour. It's in a city for a week, and then the, when it opens the next week in a different city, it closes in that city. It's like they only have like five. Oh, they drive a bridge around. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got distribution, and I I met like four people from the distribution company that's doing it, and then when they left, we were at a party, and I go, they seem really nice, and they go. That's the whole company. That's it. Those are the four guys. So, they're really the the, the company's really behind this movie. It did really well. Do you well think you have a good shot at one of the ten Oscar nominations for Best Picture? <laughs> Is the opening up to ten going to oh, allow right. Pat Oswalt's crazy fan into the mix? Because uh, Wrestler wow. would have gotten nominated for Best Picture probably yeah, if probably there were would've. ten last year. I don't know. We'll see what the reviews are like, man. That's a good question. I don't, you know. I just, I was just, I, I was, was just, just joking so, around, but if you think it's a good question, that's cool. It is a good question. Got some folks coming in. Wow. Well, it's, you heard an Oscar right. chatter. Oh, let us oh, in. I fear they're leaving. Yeah. I know. It's like, bullshit, that's going to get nominated. <laughs> and then I have like. Do you think anyone's ever said like, get me Wesley Snipes or Pat Oswalt? <laughs> Uh, Wesley's currently in, he's like being detained at LAX. Then get me Pat. Yeah. He's in Naibia uh, dodging tax evasion. <laughs> yeah. so, Patton um, was in Blade 3, actually, yeah. though. So they did work together. Oh, you did? So that's exciting. That was quite an experience. Yeah, just, uh, I know we've about. talked about him before on the podcast, but uh, hopefully the listeners are as stoned as I am. Yeah, yeah, they uh, forgot. Tell, tell us again, you, just in a nutshell, in a, a nutshell, key, keyword nut yeah. about Wesley Snipes. Uh, he is um, he's <clears throat> crazy as a soup sandwich, and he <laughs> wanted to, um, he basically wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't, Answer to anything that's but the, two episodes of Joel McHale's The Soup really, back yeah, to yeah, back, soup, right? Yeah, soup sandwich. <laughs> so you need to have a big soup sandwich with a side of soup. <laughs> um, that'd be the that'd be a three episode thing. <laughs> he wouldn't answer to anything but the but the name Blade, and he would only um, he tried to strangle the director one day, literally tried to strangle him, physically tried to strangle him, and then that night we went out, we were all drinking, and Ron Perlman was. They're in Vancouver doing another movie, so we were at a strip club, and we there were all these bikers there. So we went up to the bikers and said, "Hey, we're if we give you guys a bunch of beer, will you just come in tomorrow, just in a like a phalanx around the director, just to freak Wesley out?" So we went the next day with this group of bikers around the director. They just stood around him all day. But it was like, Wesley, could you? And and also, if you watch Play Three, Wesley's barely in it. It's all his double. He unless it was a close up of his face, he wouldn't be in the scene. I don't like those pretty boy, boys like Ron Perlman, you know? Think, <laughs> think they can just whip their cock out and someone's going to yeah. start sucking it, you know? I mean, he's obviously he's attractive, but I feel like, he, you know, you need to have acting chops as well. It's not yeah. good enough just to be good looking. I mean, well, Johnny you know Depp when tries. The, when you're in the tabloids every week, yeah, like he is, you're going to get it's, movies because it's free advertising. When you and Gerard are out on the yeah. town just laying... Fucking best you beat can walk up to any... You can walk up to any hot lady in Hollywood and say, want to see the beast? <laughs> You're pretty much in business. Yeah. It was, it was a crazy shoot, and it was also great because it was that, that classic, I want to be part of a troubled movie, and I got to be 
in, I got to be part of one of the most insane productions I've ever seen. Yeah, they pulled it together pretty good, though. The movie was, uh, Look, you know, you know it was the, movie, the Godfather 3 of the, the Blade series. <laughs> yeah. Movies never get good till the third one, if you really think about it. Um, that's true. That's where they really get the momentum. The movie that's when Jaws like a, hit its stride. Yeah. Jaws 3 was the best. Yeah. Can't this jump off the screen? I don't want to see Richard Dreyfuss flat. Yeah. Um, Richard Dreyfuss moved on a, before, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blade 3 is a, is a C minus if you see it, but if you know what they went through to make it, it's an A. The fact that there's actually a beginning, middle, and end, kind of, is such a fucking miracle. They should have given that thing the Nobel Prize. It was amazing. There's some good stuff in it. It got Ryan Reynolds started as an action guy, mm-hmm. which is, you know. Got him working nice. out, finally. <laughs> finally, that yeah. guy pulls his shit together. Yeah, exactly. God bless But him. he's always covered up. He'll never take his shirt off. And any, oh, wait a minute. He's nude right now. I had to tear the cover off of Boulevard. my Entertainment Weekly to go to the gym because I didn't want to give anybody the wrong idea because Ryan Reynolds was on the cover with his shirt off. Yeah. Oh, he was on the cover. He was on every page with his shirt off. Like, it is. I think if you flip the bottom corner, you can see a little thing of him taking his shirt off. They did a, those little cartoons. A little flip book? Yeah. yeah, just so you can watch him. Doffing. Doffing. <laughs> I love how in the doffing, scene, ladies and gentlemen, the proposal with Sandra Bullock. But I love the scene where she's terrified that a nude Ryan Reynolds is laying on top of her. Yeah. Like, like her character wouldn't be like lucky. Me. It's my lucky. I'm not dong gay, day. but once he was naked and on top of me, I'd let him fuck me. Like, yeah. My finger is like this is div- d- divine intervention. I don't know what you you're calling. Just say, like, I had to fuck my way out of it. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. I didn't want to. Have you seen no his build? Yeah. It's not like I had a choice. It's like it was like. I was in a yeah. jail made of popcorn. I'd eat the bars. I had to eat my way out of that. What am I going to do? It was divine penetration. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, he was squeaky clean. He, he smelled of a prowl. Like, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. Besides, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to experiment, Reynolds is the guy to start with. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to start with Perlman. <laughs> That's a whole different yeah. thing right there. Ron Perlman, he's a good guy, but you can tell he just comes chilly. You know what I mean? Like that guy. Yeah. It can't be that clean. Yeah. And it, he's a good guy, but probably like horrible statement here. It's probably like Alien where it just burns through the subflooring and goes down to the next floor. And Don't get under it. Gun. Give me your pen. <laughs> Ron Perlman was in Alien 4. He was. Mm-hmm. He was? Yeah. He was really good in it. He was a badass. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that, that sort of led to, uh, I guess, him being in the uh, movies that he's in. Yeah. Um. He's got a, he needs a Kevlar condom. I mean, he needs an oven mitt and not a condom, man. I couldn't think of Hellboy. I had trouble thinking of Hellboy. Okay, so... Uh, shall we play a game? Yeah. Uh, this first one, uh, we'll use this first game to determine who goes first in the Leonard Malton game. Let's do it that way. That'll be fun. This is a, uh, I'm going to try something sort of new for the podcast. <laughs> this is a game I play on Twitter sometimes called Fake Co-Stars. So what we do is we get two co-stars, two names, and then uh, whoever can think of a good title that embodies uh, two of that co-stars, you know, their work together into one movie. I'll give you examples. Last episode, I got the names George Clooney and Peter O'Toole. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of one on the spot, but then later I thought of Three King Ralphs. <laughs> would, be, uh, right. would be a fake co-star for George Clooney nice. and Peter O'Toole. Melanie Griffith and Denise Richards could star in Some Wild Things. Uh-huh. 
it's like something wild and wild things. Six, you're getting the gist of right. it. Right. And you're, Patton you're, Oswalt and Drew Barrymore in Rat-Tat-2-E-T Extraterrestrial. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> And this game is called Not Sweaty at All, right? Yeah, it's called okay, Not good. Making a Strenuous Effort for <laughs> okay, Humor good. or right. Fun Game. That's so, a longer. I call it Fake Co-Stars on Twitter because I don't have a lot of space. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you come up with these I'm going to get a couple names from the audience, and then whoever, which one of you guys come up with a good title that meets my approval Can't first. we just get a location and an occupation? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just break a herald name, name off right now. Star, come on. movie actor. Natalie Portman. Oh, that's nice. a good one. Natalie okay. Portman. Mm-hmm. And then you, sir, over here with the Love L.A. shirt on. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges and Natalie Jeff Portman. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Jeff Bridges <laughs> and Natalie Portman. The fabulous, beautiful women. Uh, uh, beautiful girls. What the hell was that Portland Portman movie? L for Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I like that. Let me think. Stretch. Let me try to think of one here. Um, what was she in? <laughs> what? Closer. Closer. That's a hard one to match up to a Je- Jeff Bridges movie. Closer. It's a tough game. I Doug, to. there's. Let me just point out the flaw in this game for you. Please. You came up with all these witty things. You had six weeks in Google. <laughs> no, I do them off the top of my head. I don't. I don't Google them. But that was L for Lebowski came right. That out. was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. What was yours again? Uh, she was in Beautiful Women, right? Or beautiful, beautiful Girls. Beautiful. Was she in Beautiful Girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I said. Uh, Wait a minute. What was the other guy? I smoked too much pie. Oh, I Jeff said. Bridges. Yeah, Jeff. I said uh, the fabulous Baker Brothers, beautiful girls, or something. Whatever, whatever, whatever that was. Fabulous, beautiful girls, or something. Fabulous. Like that. All right. So L for Lebowski wins the contest. Uh, all right. All right. What? what? Alf. Elf. What's Elf? No, he's not saying Elf for Lebowski. He's saying the letter L, the letter L for Lebowski, like V for Vendetta that she was in. Oh, now she gets it. We had a confused audience member. It's been taken Uh, care of. Wait a minute. This is this is shine some light. That was really sweet, though. That was sweet. What was she in Elf? I don't. No, no. I'm saying that was she was very. She was like the girls. Like you forgot to give us homework over Christmas vacation. Like. I bet you've done that once in your life. And it was like, oh, what you're doing? You're saying you can just do something clever. You don't have to take two actual movie titles and combine them like I was I look, doing. I know that that's a stretch, but it kind of worked. Yeah, all right, all right. You're allowed to. You're artistic license. For that, for that okay, fast. all right. I got you. Yeah, you know, I just thought I'd try right. this game. Thank you, Doug. Good for that I didn't fast. I think it would work that great, but it, it was okay. Right, yeah, we had some okay. fun with a lady in the audience. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> A young woman in the audience. Yeah. All right, so let's play the Leonard Maltin game here to wrap this up. Uh, basically, what we have <laughs> is uh, to level the playing field, because Patton is one of our best players in the history of the podcast. Uh, one time he got a movie in zero names, I believe. I think I'm one of three people that didn't. Uh, yeah, the other two people are Dana Gould. Adam knows both of these guys from his show. Uh, Dana yeah. Gould and uh, uh, O'Connell. And Jerry, how did, Jerry O'Connell. They both got uh, answers right with no names. He should put his shirt on, too. 
uh, Jerry O'Connor? Yeah, we get it, Jerry. You used to be fat when you were nine. <laughs> now you're not fat. Now put your fucking shirt on. I know. And they should, and they should, ILM should go back and take his shirt off more and stand by me because he was yeah. really, he really had it going on. Well, how do you fat. get a title with no clues? You just know It's an the amazing year ability or, to yeah, combine yeah. The, the. You get the year, you get a, a genre, uh -huh, and the genre uh -huh. in this case is going to be car movies or movies that feature cars. And also, you just. You, you got to know Doug. Okay. Oh, you got to know your opponent, man. Okay. I'm like Vizzini in The Princess Bride. <laughs> just taking what I know of Doug, mm -hmm. is he the kind of man that would pick a late period Burt Reynolds or early? Uh -huh. <laughs> Because Burt Reynolds is from Jupiter, Florida, as everyone knows. Sure. And if, Sorry. So they film Gator. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're, you're up against it, Adam. So uh, to make things even, I made it car movies because uh, that's certainly an area where Adam knows he knows nice. a lot about, about mm -hmm. that stuff. So, and try not to glance at my book because then you oh, can tell oh, yeah, where it is yeah. in the alphabet. I'm going <laughs> to stare at Patton's back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to try to think. That's, I a, wonder if I that's Hollywood slang for your career's failing. <laughs> How's You're he doing? He's staring at Patton's back right now. That's what's, we got to get him a sitcom or something. Because he's fucking staring. After that showcase in Montreal, he is staring at Patton's back. It's also what my construction foreman would yell when we're just sitting around doing it. You guys quit staring at Patton's back. And get fucking back on that clapper. Let's go. Jesus Christ, quit screwing the pooch and watch Patton's back. Let's go now. The drywall ain't going to hang itself. I'm also trying to think if I would know who you were if I was at this angle. No. So Patton gets to go first. Oh, God. And uh, this first movie is from 1988. Oh, boy. It's a movie that has something to do with cars. Uh huh. The score for this movie, here's the clue. Oh. This is a good clue. Mm. The score for the movie was done by Joe Jackson. Wow. I know. I didn't know he did any scores. I didn't know that either. And you've got 15 names, Patton, to name this movie from 1988 that has something to do with cars and Joe Jackson. Fucking shit. 15 names. <laughs> you could, you know, you could bid big to start, see what Adam does, see if he undercuts you. Uh, God. 88 has to do with cars. Joe. Talk into the microphone, please. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, I'll bid four names. Four names? I gotta bid four, man. I, man, I'm, I'm lost. That's, That's oh, you, so you're saying you're taking a lot of names by taking four out of 14? I'll, I'll go by four. Okay. So, so you have to bid three names. or less, or you have to say to Pat and name that movie, and then I'll give so, him the four names. So you get the four names from the bottom. From the bottom. Wow. The bottom, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, the tough part of the list. Right. All right. So I'll, I'll say name. I'll say name that movie. All right. Name that movie, Pat. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. He's not happy about it. Good luck. Uh, all right. Good luck to everybody. <laughs> Patty Austin is the last name. Patty Austin. Then there's, a, then there's someone called Dean Goodman. <laughs> no help. Prior to that, there's another gentleman who's in a lot of movies. His name is Peter Donat. <laughs> he is. He's, he works a lot. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then your fourth name, 1988, something about cars, oh. is Don Novello. Oh, motherfucker. Wait a minute. Wait That's a, minute. a pretty good clue. Talk yeah, into the yeah, microphone. Yeah, yeah. Talk uh, it through the microphone. 88? He can't think into the microphone, though. He can't <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He has to move his Don hand. Novello. Oh, uh, shit. Um, the only one that I could think of that came around that time, I'm going to say Speed Zone. 
<laughs> wow. That's a great guess because it sounds like it's about cars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and you guys jump in when you know it. I'm going to say the rest now of the Now, when names. you say Joe Jackson, Shit. you mean... The father of deceased uh, Michael Jackson. The father Jackson. of Michael Jackson, <laughs> yeah. in between slappings and beltings, <laughs> wrote, wrote music and, for this most And picture. trimming his mustache so he can even look more evil. He's like, hey, he must, he's like how can I look more evil? Oh, I'll thin my mustache out so it's just pencil are you actually thin. Are you actually saying it's Michael Jackson's dad that did the music or the, the British guy? The British guy. Okay. Yeah, 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 it was wow. the British guy. All right. All right. <laughs> You were really worried that we were no, serious about that? I don't know. That? Like, either way, totally throws me. I just, I can't I'm see Joe Jackson that too. Yeah. At, his, at a piano doing stuff for a car movie. I just can't. <laughs> says, here's what, here's what uh, Leonard Maltin said. Leonard Maltin said, Lively Score by Joe Jackson. Lively, lively. Score? Oh, man. So you better jump and jump. Driving out tonight. All right. <laughs> So guess as soon as you... As soon is as she you really know, driving out <laughs> with him? Is she really gonna pop that clutch tonight? Is she gonna be on the Nas? Sorry, go Okay, go Marshall Bell, Corky Nemec, Corin Corky Nemec, Christian Slater, Nina Samasco, Elias Coteus, Dean Stockwell, Mako, Frederick Forrest, Martin Landau, Joan Allen... Jeff Bridges, 1988. Oh, oh, heart like a wheel. <laughs> no. Heart like a wheel. I don't know. What's wait, wait, wait. Fuck? It's called Tucker, a man in his dreams. Oh, fucker. That's wow. only like only like 90% of that movie's about cars, Doug. The other no, they, 10% is talking around a table. No, most <laughs> on, of it is dude, talking, and then right. the car won't run, and they got to push it. <laughs> oh, Remember they're pushing it on stage? That's a like, good movie. Uh, oh, you thought it was going to be something bad? All car movies suck. Uh, I can't believe you picked oh, a good well, car Oh, well, I like some of these car movies. I, I, I never, I never got past right the Joe Jackson thing. I, I got to say, right, I never so Adam, right, right, Adam gets a point. That was a, that was a weird clue. Yeah, man. Was it was a, made it harder rather than easier. Yeah, okay. But we give a point to Adam. That, Pat, okay. Patton? Yeah, he, he earned it. Good play. <laughs> Good play. Really burned okay. some calories on that. All right. Where do I go home and tell my wife? You get to go first. I beat Pat Oswald. Who's that? No, you don't worry. I beat him. Who, uh, Doug Benson. Who, who's that? Okay, don't worry. Pat appeared in Don't worry about who those guys event. are. But, but worry about this game you've never heard of. Mm. Oh, right. oh, I don't want to go back. Right. This is from 1980, and, and uh, Adam gets to go first this time. Okay. Uh, Elvis Costello scored this one. <laughs> it's from 1980. It's a car movie. And my clue is, I love this movie. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. All right. Uh, and you get ten names to try to figure out what it is. Okay, I'll, I'll say, uh, still unclear here, but I'll say six because it sounds right. Ooh. That doesn't I'll, feel too I'll bad. S- I yeah. think you could do it in six. What about Patton? I'll say four. Patton jumps to four. So ballsy move from Patton. Yeah. So yeah. we blew my face last time. He gets he gets up he gets fourth fourth and we we get he one. He gets four from the bottom. Four from and the you bottom. You could go three from the bottom, or nah. you could say name that movie. I'll say name that movie. All right, it worked for you last time. Here we go, Patton. Nineteen eighty. Yes. All right. Wendy Joe Sperber. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a funny name. She died of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> They're all, they're all people <laughs> Phil Spector's killed. That's, that's the one clue I want to give you. Wendy Joe. <laughs> then there's Andrew Duncan. I love this movie, and I couldn't even tell you who he plays in the movie. <laughs> but Andrew Duncan has made the listing. Mm-hmm. 
And then Michael McKeon and David L. Lander. Oh. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah, good, yeah, that's that a pretty is, good oh, clue. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. People it's in the audience know it. Don't yell it out. From 1980. Let's put some time on the clock. Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> now it's funny earlier. because a lot of people don't know that that title had a question mark at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it did. It was called Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> Um, For the makers of B and E. All right, so Adam gets the point again, and uh, but I'll list off the rest of the names and see if one of you can jump in and get it. Uh, Joseph Flaherty from uh, that comedy show up north, SCTV. Uh, Deborah Harmon, Frank McRae, Garrett Graham, Jack Warden. I'm going to say the Betsy in a dual role. Jack Warden. Oh, the du- a dual. Oh, and Kurt Russell. Damn it. Used cars. Yeah, used oh, cars shit. is the answer. Did you guys know that in the audience? No, I didn't know that. Didn't you know love that, that movie, though, don't you? No, I never saw it. Oh, that's Jesus! A, you oh, gotta, a you gotta movie. not see that as soon as possible. <laughs> Make plans to uh, not see it. It's I so interviewed good. Robert Zemeckis down at Comic Con, and when I mentioned, I was rallying off his credits, and I went, "And he's director of used cars," and people just went batshit. People love that movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing movie. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, the boring police out, are people. coming to the theater. <laughs> by the way, you can't hear it. None of listen, no one listening to the podcast can hear it. But there's sirens outside. And um, wow, how Adam correctly identified the, 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 there was a specific siren of the boring police. We hear there's something really boring going on in here. I love how old-timey radio Doug was. For those of you listening at home on the wireless, well, I got Adam was referring to uh, he got such cops a big laugh from it. Yeah, I didn't I know, want people yeah. to be like, "Why does that make any sense?" Patton has just hit Adam with a pie. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna keep playing, even though uh, Adam already got the yeah. best two out of three. He already, oh, he already beat poop. you. I smash you by doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. No, that's the. That's How about the, this uh, last one is worth eighty points? Game. Oh, that's a good idea. All right. Okay, this is worth eighty points. Uh, Wait a minute. This yep. is from... I don't like that thing. <laughs> I don't like that thing where the guy goes, "I just beat you 199 times in pool. Let's make this last game yeah. worth 200 games." Yeah. That's how America was founded, my friend. <laughs> really? Like, All right. You know, like Why don't you go, where the early, you go the blow Osama bin Laden? You don't like it. I don't well, like wait game shows where the later rounds, the points yeah. go so high that why did we sit through the first rounds? <laughs> what did those have to do with anything? What if the World Series worked that way? We're up 3-0, but this fourth game is going to be worth 10 games. <laughs> you can actually go into the new season up six yeah. games if you win. Make, make the first yeah. game. I wish I knew what the World the Series was. It's I would laugh what, a poker? Yeah. Heterosexuals gather together to hit a ball. Is this Prince's uh, World Series of Love that, with uh, him and Sheena Eaton every year? All right, this That'd better be, be a shitty movie, Benson. <laughs> okay. I hope it is. All right, so this is from... Uh, Adam gets to go first again. This is from 1983. It's a car movie. <laughs> Leonard Malton gives it two stars, so I think mm-hmm. that's in the, it's in the fair range for, for his money, but for my money, it is a, it's not that good. And uh, you have eight names. You have eight names from 1983. Car movie. If, if Leonard Malton shaved that beard, he could just go into like a raping spree, right? <laughs> and and then just grow it back like in his mom's basement, and then he could rejoin society, and nobody would know. 
He like, could no, shave you know his what? beard and put on a Harry Potter robe. Yeah, it would. It would actually. <laughs> it would give him away because they would go. What happened when he was draping? It's like he was really going off about the films of Bob Rafelson. Like Malton. Like he would totally give it away. All right, so eighty-three. Eighty-three. Two stars. Car movie, two stars. Car movie, and eight there's names. there's eight names. Yeah. All right, I, I'm gonna go four. Four names says Adam mm. Carolla. I'm gonna go three. Name that movie. Oh shit. <laughs> It's you worked know, thus far. Why not? Yeah, why, why change your not? system? Yep. Could be a complete shutout here. Okay, three names you got from 1983, uh, and they are... I, a couple... Okay. Uh, <laughs> the first name... Niccolo scored this. out of eight names is <laughs> Kelly Preston. Ooh. Then you got... Then you got Roberts Blossom. Not mm-hmm. a typo. Roberts mm-hmm. Blossom. <laughs> Good name for TSV. <laughs> and Christine Belford. Again, I don't know who that is, so that name's probably not too helpful. But Roberts Blossom, he was always the old coot in everything that needed an old coot. Right. And Kelly Preston 83, Kelly. had an old cooch whenever they needed a... <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm going to say uh, Christine. That's correct. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That is a good call. Robert, we got to do another one. Since Robert's Blossom is the, uh, he's the creepy, horrible old man in that, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's always the creepy, horrible old man. He was that old man. You did kind of prompt him the... for that, though. I mean, you did kind of. I did, and I picked all then. car movies. <laughs> all right, for that's for me. All right. Okay, here we go. But Patton gets to start this one. No cannonball runs, no gumball rallies, no real car movies. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was eyeballing Gumball Rally for a long time, but the names are too obscure. The only famous person in Gumball Rally is uh, Raul Julia. Yeah, he is. And he's, I mean, yeah, he was. He's dead, yeah. A lot of range, though. Gumball Rally, Kiss of the Butterfly, or whatever that movie was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of family. range there. Yeah. Yeah. Street Fighter. We could name Raul Julia movies all night. Yeah, we really could. But then that siren will happen again. <laughs> all right, here we go. From 1977. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, Christ. It's featuring or about cars in some way. Len Malton calls it hokey. <laughs> Doesn't call it pokey, hokey. just hokey. hokey. And you have six names. Six? Yeah, how many can you name it in, Patton, from 1977? In three. Uh, Adam? I'll do two just to say I'm doing it this time. (laughs) Uh, Name that movie. (laughs) There's no way you're going to get this. Oh, yeah? Corvette Summer. (laughs) Oh, that was a good guess. (laughs) No, John Rubenstein, Erstein. And R.G. Armstrong, or Strawing. Okay. The Van. Really? Yeah. That was another good guess. You had two great guesses. Not bad. Thank you. I'll give you the rest of the names. Ronnie Cox, John Marley, Kathleen Lode, Lloyd. Lloyd. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my record that came out today, Unbalanced Lloyd. Uh, Kathleen Lloyd and James Brolin. A movie about cars. Oh. The car. The car. Oh, shit. What kind of car was it, Adam? I bet you know that. In the car? Yeah. It was a Daihatsu Charade. It was an 88. 
I know it seems weird. Oh, in 88 and 77? That's amazing. <laughs> they got a prototype wow. of a charade. This is how cool the car was. In the description, it just calls it a thriller about a killer car. Like, it doesn't even <laughs> say what kind. Roland may Every have, other movie about a car would say what kind Roland may have been in Killdozer as well. I'm not sure. So yeah, This is a, really sad, but I have a die die cast model of the car on my Oh, well, if, I didn't stand awesome a chance. Huge cr- satanic limo. Really? Kind of limo-looking yeah. thing. Stretch limo. Well, it's, awesome. ba- it's back when machinery would be evil. I mean, I know we have Transformers now, but I mean, back then, tractors and things yeah. would be possessed. No one's going to make a movie now called, like, the iPhone. It <laughs> has some kind of weird... Yeah, although it I did... Should. It's it texting by itself! Yeah. I did have an idea for one called Navigating, <laughs> where... <laughs> Well, now, seriously, hear, hear me out. But promise, promise me none of you homos are going to pitch this tomorrow. You know that, that, you know, that uh, Lexus that parks itself? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. see, you know, it's the year 2035, and the doors lock, and all the cars steer themselves, and all of a sudden the evil satellite sends all the cars for the Grand Canyon. Like, you just get in your car and you think you're going over to the Gelsons. All of a sudden, the doors lock, the steering wheel takes over, and you know the skull and crossbones on the screen. You know what I mean? And then you just go plunging into the Grand Canyon. But they take a Polaroid of you as you're plunging, Thelma and Louise style. Right. But I play a scrappy ex uh, Navy SEAL who's driving a '72 Ford Broncos. Like I don't go for all this technology. And I got to get up there and stop that satellite. You told me you didn't have any movies cooking. Wow. That's great. I, I'm paired with a wisecracking Roomba robot, you know, who goes up there with me and helps me. Oh, is me. it named Flory? <laughs> yeah, Flory, yeah. Now, what's it like working with Ang Lee? <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's great. You guys have any plugs real quick before we go? Anything you want to plug? Anything going on? Adam's got the Adam Corolla podcast, of course. Oh, wow. I'm doing Blade 9. Blade Nine's coming out. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got the podcast. And there's uh, speaking of uh, cars, there's the CarCast, the weekend uh, podcast oh, that's show right. about cars. All yeah. about cars. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Check that out. I, I'm in a big fan opening August 28th. Which city is open first? It'll open in New York and Philadelphia. Get it. Because oh, it's yeah. about a rivalry. And then it goes nationwide. Oh, I said that like it said, and then it goes nationwide. <laughs> I'm very sorry that it will be coming to a theater near where you are. Right now. Total sellout nationwide yeah. release. <laughs> yeah. Not like my smaller yeah, Pixar a movie. Yeah, fucking people watching it like a loser. Um, I'll be at uh, Go Bananas in Cincinnati August 20 through 24. Let's you have a round of applause for Pat Oswalt and Adam Carolla. As always, Dakota Fanning is a shithead. Oh. Yeah, we're not going to